Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Oh, fandom, we're back twice in we a week. Yeah. And why are we back, Callie? Because Elicity wins everything. And we're back to gloat. <laughs> we, as Elicity fans, always win. Listen, guys, I want everybody to post on Twitter at least once a day about how the Elicity fandom has won because nothing makes the haters more irate. Than seeing us happy and saying we won. That into like a tailspin. No, it's been like a really super fun couple of days in fandom. It has. It's like oh, we got a we got a podcast because it's been like one kind of major thing after another of us just constantly winning everything. Fun stuff and fun stuff, which you know at this stage of the game, eight years in, (laughs) is hard to find. So it's kind of crazy how it was like. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, so the first thing we'll talk about, because I am, like, probably unreasonably excited about it, is that we won TV Guide Fandom of the Year. Like, I'm really excited about this. <laughs> like, I was excited enough to tweet it to Mark <laughs> that we won. <laughs> because I, like, they everyone was, like, super supportive. That was also what was so fun about it, was that the Arrow writers and Mark, um... We're really like promoting the competition, which is as if you've been in the Arrow fandom for any period of time, <laughs> there are no contests of any kind no. that ever get promoted from anyone involved with the no. show ever. Never. I mean, forget about cast. Like, no. not even the CW Arrow account. <laughs> in fact, those motherfuckers still haven't tweeted. No, they that didn't we won. tweet. They didn't tweet Emily coming back. They're so petty. They are like they didn't tweet. I don't think they tweeted Cat's birthday, did they? Nope. If it's Elicity related, well, TV Guide this year. I don't know. It's, TV it Guide feels is new like promo this account. year in particular. <laughs> they've just gone over the ledge and because have just like fully flying their Elicity shipper flag. I think it's because Lindsay McDonald works for TV Guide now. I kind of feel like maybe Lindsay McDonald might run the TV Guide Twitter account because she's just like. Yeah, she was awesome. She's like, you guys are totally the fandom of the year. You guys are amazing. So the CW Arrow uh, writer, or no, sorry, Arrow writers were like, oh my gosh, you guys are amazing. It was really sweet because Mark, <laughs> Mark doesn't like to swear on Twitter. <laughs> it's a thing. But he said. <laughs> but he course. totally swore. He's like, holy <laughs> shit. I was like, it is absolutely profanity worthy. <laughs> because awesome. it was like, here's why I was excited. First of all, it's TV Guide, which is a fairly major publication. And everyone's like, oh, Jen, settle down. It's just on social media. Listen. Listen. It's going to be on their website. And social media is where fandom exists. We're in the ether. We have no other place. To- <laughs> I mean, where else are that's, you going to see That's our us? territory. If you really? Want, what, what land am I claiming here? So there's that. I was still super, super salty that we did not get the Entertainment Weekly co- uh, cover. Because the Arrow writers were pushing hard for that, but we were up against Supernatural, and anytime you were up against Supernatural, 
Especially it's just not it happening. <laughs> it's just yeah. never happening. They've been on the air for 15 years. Their fandom is massive. They could they could win anything in a walk <laughs> with like one fourth of their fandom voting and like carry it. So like the minute they they got supernatural, I'm like, oh fuck you, Jared and Jensen, you're gonna win it. <laughs> Pretty much. But they're pretty, so it was fine that they got the cover. So I was still salty about that. And I just feel like this was our last real big competition before the end. Because once the show off goes off here, I really don't think. Well, I think most people are going to be like, all right, it's been real. Peace. Peace out. (laughs) It was the last time Delena won anything. That's all I'm saying. So it was kind of like our victory lap. And so we had to vote on Twitter. And Instagram. What was genius about the Instagram, because here's the other thing. Let's just be clear. The Arrow fandom is the Elicity fandom. They called it Arrow fandom of the year. But all the the GIFs were Elicity. But everything that they put on everything was Oliver and Felicity. So it was not a subtle, we're really talking to you. They knew the fans that would show up. They're going to show up. The show right. were going to be the Elizabeth. Because we're fans. always the fans that show up. We are the fans that win everything. We are the fans that do charity work. We're the ones that are positive and support the show. All the other fans, all they do is bitch and vote against us. But what That's I loved thing. about the Instagram one was you could like it and a like, comment. And comment counted as a vote. So as if you many com- comments as you want. As many comments <laughs> as you want. So if you commented something nasty, it still counted as a vote in our favor. Right. So the haters could like not do anything. It's fantastic. Because like the other part of Twitter, it's like you can't untweet something. You know, you just it's like. Yeah, it's you a can't very... just keep tweeting it. You have to. Like, right. You get one, one like, tweet, one tweet, and then you're done. And then that's it. Right. But on just, Instagram, just right? Comment, comment, oh, comment, it's comment, a whole comment, other comment, game. Comment. <laughs> and we're up against Outlander, and they're tough. Oof, they are. But, they like but this, I think they gave in on us. They kind of were like, yeah. Listen, <laughs> I feel like the Outlander fandom is a little bit more mature than most of the CW-based fandoms. In Fair. That, in that they they love their show no no less vociferously than we do. Right. But. I think there was a little bit of a recognition of this is their last year. It's their last year, and how much do we really want to put into Instagram? Let them, <laughs> let them have effort. it. Because they died a hard and fast death on Insta. Because, like, we came out swinging on Instagram. Because I was like, oh, Instagram isn't, like, our typical. Well, they started by doing the comment thing, and then we went in with the comment thing. Oh, like, okay. okay so I was like, fair. Instagram, like, we have certain zones. Like, if this was Tumblr, we went in a walk. If oh, yeah. it's Twitter, we went in a walk. <laughs> Instagram? You know, things are dicey. I feel I feel they gave it to us. I feel like they're nice. kinda of like, Yeah, we're Thank sorry. You, you poor bastards. <laughs> and our in your fave isn't part of the last season. You can be fandom of the year. You're like, You're damn right we can. Yeah. Like yes. you guys could be it next year. <laughs> and I was just very appreciative that literally all the people involved with the show were tweeting it and super excited about it. Oh I know. And then it was, was so even sweet. cuter as people were like, Well no <laughs> people said to like the arrow writers, No, this is your award. They're like, No, it's not <laughs> didn't do anything and then mark was they're like and then they said to mark he was they were like oh it's because of you he's like it's absolutely not because of me <laughs> he's like you guys are the most amazing fans ever and i have absolutely nothing to do with it so it's like a little bit true <laughs> we're very we do passionate have an amazing fandom 
Okay, so that was the number one. That was like my, and then. You show up. Yep. And then the next super, super exciting thing was we are getting a Felicity Smoke Crisis on Infinite Earth comic book. It's Felicity and Friends comic book. Thank you very much. And like, this isn't just like, oh, she's, she's just going to be in a couple. It is a 100 page comic book story that she is starring and narrating. Narrating. Listen. Listen, this is for all the haters who always ever said that as soon as as soon as Emily left, that she, she would never be mentioned again. Yep. She'd disappear. That we'd never have to hear about Felicity Smoke ever again. And not only is she returning for the finale, but they are putting out a crisis comic book starring her. And it's a companion. It's canon. So like, and I feel like I feel like this was Mark hearing. The fans gloating about no more Felicity and saying, are you sure? Well, he was so freaking <laughs> honest in because, I mean, he can pick whatever characters yeah. he wants to put in this thing. And he said, uh, first up, first choice, immediate Felicity yeah, Smoke, because that's who question. everybody wants to see. Yep. It's like, where's the lie, man? Well, and also. So don't tell guy, me he doesn't know his his audience. He knows his the audience. The guy who, who wrote it with Mark, Marv Wolfman. Mm-hmm. I got this from Tasha is the I guy who wrote the original Crisis on Infinite Earths comic book series. No shit. Yes. Interesting. Shit. <laughs> so it's got legitimacy, which is making the haters super salty. Because their thing about Felicity <laughs> is they're like, well, we have the comics and those are pure. And they just ignore that she's in the comics. Yeah. But this is something that they promoted the crap out of. Mark was like, no, it is a companion piece to the crossover. It's he going said, to be mentioned in the crossover. It's going to be referenced. He said it's it, he told us what hours it takes place in. He, he said it, it would be wise to buy it. So you get more background info and you know what Felicity yeah. was doing during crisis. Because that's the great thing. Because we're just like, what? Is what is she just, doing? like, breastfeeding she just in, the in the cabin? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what's happening, guys? <laughs> so I love, 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 love that they did this. And I'm yes. I'm going to buy my first comic book ever. I'm, I'm going to have to go to Walmart. And I'm going to have to go to Walmart book. and buy this thing. Wow. So I, it was just so – and, like, the haters exploded. It was – They're not happy. It was a joy. It was a true joy. Like I said, this – this podcast just is a lot about gloating. It's it's not going to be uh, we're not going to be good winners here. <laughs> we're going to gloat our asses off. Listen, we won on so many different just fronts. So many it's levels. not even it's not even funny. Right. <laughs> how much we won. And then we got the promo, the new promo for the Crisis on Infinite Earth. Oh, that was beautiful. And it was all about <laughs> And I'm probably going to make this remark again during our podcast. <laughs> it was all about like kind of the couples and the romance aspect. Like they kind of focused on Lois and Clark and um, there was a big Barry and Iris scene and Barry's like touching Iris's ring. And she's like, she's, and I love Candace. She's an amazing actress. It made me sad when she said this. She's like, baby, I don't want to say goodbye yet. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was, she did a really good job on that. And I was like, but yes, you do want to say goodbye. Because <laughs> my thing with Barry is like, Iris, we can do better than Barry. 
we can. Barry can die, better. girl, and we'll, like, Lazarus we'll pit the shit you. out of Eddie. We'll figure it out, okay? But the, there is better than Barry out you there. deserve better than... Because Iris doesn't know Kendall. she's married to the greatest villain <laughs> of the Arrowverse. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. Okay, so the elicity part of it was... And every time Oliver, it's every single scene that they're putting in these promos is Oliver and Mia. So don't tell me that they don't know <laughs> what we want. Yes. And Oliver's walking and he says to Mia, find your mother. Can I just say to Oliver, why is it always this fine felicity? You know where she is, bitch. You left her in the cabin for 20 maybe years. Maybe this is because of what happens in the comic. Maybe that's. Okay, maybe there's some explanation. Oh, All that's right. a good point. She could be on a spaceship. She could be who knows where. Okay, anyways. She's somewhere. So he says to Mia, find your mother. Tell her how much I love her. And it was just. Which, okay. Let's let's so pump good. the brakes here for a second and I'll explain why I love that we saw that so much. Now, I admit, I'm, I'm, I, there's a little, there's a small insecure part of me that's like, okay, well, when Oliver's dying, is Felicity going to get a mention at all? Yeah, you know, and and I I wish I could say I'm absolutely confident that she would, but I wasn't. And so <laughs> seeing that, seeing that, like, yes, he was thinking of her at the end. That makes me so goddamn happy. Well, because the last time, what has always concerned me, and this is this is why I, they did the perfect death scene with Oliver in 309. I really mm-hmm. don't know how you top that, and I'm not expecting them to from an emotional standpoint for me. This feels very 309 reminiscent, though. It does feel very 309. I think the only difference is, like, he he really will die. But are we going to get, like, the same flashback to Robert? And I don't know. Maybe he'll do, like, Diggle and his kids. And maybe there'll be different flashes. I don't know. If he dies in Barry's arms, I'm going to fucking throw things. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Just No. Don't do it. Well, they were. It was interesting because people were. Well, we can get into that later. But um, so yeah, it was just really wonderful. And again, the haters exploded. It's fun. They're very salty. So it's really. It was like like I said, it was like a series of things. Well, it was just like the, there was there was some kerfuffle. I think it was from a Supergirl fan who was upset that we. Oh, I did angry tweet about we, that. That we all we we. That whole trailer and all we mentioned was this. And it, didn't we see, you know, Superman dying? And it's like, oh, give me a break. He's got a spinoff. Relax. <laughs> Come like, on. have you met us? That's all we ever care about in well, promos it was on, It was on our show's tweet. Like, it was right. CW Arrow's account tweeted it. And we're talking. We haven't the audacity. We're not, like, jumping into the Supergirl <laughs> side of stuff. We're staying in our lane. I told that bitch to take several seats. I was like, take a seat. I don't want to hear it. I'm going to be excited about whatever the freaking hell I want. But it it all boils down to these haters like to play this this story, this fiction, that we're not the real fans because we don't care about the things they care about, the comics or right. anything but Elicity. <laughs> Barry. You know. Like, all right, well, I'm really not a fan. <laughs> that, like, they're, they're nerding out that the the Clark dying scene is exactly like the comic book art. Like, well, okay, guys, that's pretty stupid. Congratulations. You, <laughs> you got. Pinner rose wow. on your nose. 
Meanwhile, <laughs> my fave is over there saving all your asses, and he's talking Meanwhile. about the love of his life before he does it. Meanwhile, we be winning again. And then we are winning everything every all day, every day. We win. All the I wins. Just, I don't I don't know what we just don't know what it's like to lose. It's just I don't. That's I don't. Boring, I literally don't. Here's the thing, and concept. I think this is why I think this is why so many haters complain about Mia, and they do. Oh my gosh, do they? I ever. know it's so absurd. And they're she's, so she's upset a great about her. Character. And, <laughs> and here's the thing: it's because that is the ideal. When you are when you ship a couple on on a TV show, the ideal is that they have a child, and that child then helms their own spinoff like right that's the dream guys and it we've just got goes it. on <laughs> we got the it story and particularly i would say in superhero mythology yeah that's it's a high it's a high bar and it oh, seldom is yeah. achieved which is why everybody wants it listen clark's got his baby he's gonna be f- there's 300 supermans in this freaking crossover, it's going to be fine. <laughs> Calm down. Do you know how many Oliver Queens are in it? One. How many Oliver Queens are they killing? One. <laughs> so don't don't at me about your Superman bullshit. He's had his big movie. He died in that, too. It's still going to be better. Whatever. Just don't even. Oh, my gosh. I had the most amazing conversation with Sarah Netsky because she brought up a point. Because we were talking about, oh, because Mark keeps talking about all of these surprises are still coming and how they're wor- they're still working on the last two hours. Yeah. And here's the problem when he does this. The things Mark gets super excited about are not always the things no. I get excited listen, about. Listen, guys, I know you're sitting here and envisioning some grand elicity scene, but listen, Steve's done. Yeah. Steve's done. He's packed it in. Steve is not filming anymore. Okay? No, no. The beard the stuff- is shaved. He's off promoting Code 8. It's homeboy's done with our asses stuff that's <laughs> going to be done in the in in the last two hours that hasn't been filmed yet is going to be stuff that doesn't need to be filmed with steve there right so even if let's just say the planets align <laughs> and i don't know the earth axis flips something and they get emily for a scene it's not going to be with steven Correct. But that's also not happening. I can't fathom under what conditions one would sign up to do any part of the crossover because they're insane. But if it's just filming a scene. That's true. Okay. I could see that. I just, every time he says, I got a scene of her like standing by the phone and getting the call. Yeah. He died. That would be good. Okay. I could do that. Okay. Okay. Sure. I like yeah. that. Oh, see, you should just write this stuff. That's really good. Now I want it. Come Thanks on. Lot, like Callie. that was that hard to think of. <laughs> Fuck you. Now I'm going to be sad when I don't get it. Damn it. I, I mean, was fine. I was doing just fine. Because I was like, I don't know how they could use Felicity. What would they do? And then you're like, oh, she could get a phone call from Oliver. And then Oliver's dead. And then Not Oliver. Right. I know, but like I just. I just uh, Barry saying, oh. Oh, oh if it's, it. I needed to be. No, I don't want to be Iris because I'm mad at Iris about what she said about Felicity in the last crossover. <laughs> I don't want it to be any West Allens because I'm done with their asses and they're oh. shading of Oliver Queen. 
What I want from them is to be eating a fair amount of crow at his funeral. Both Iris and Barry need to give their own damn eulogies and talk about how amazing Oliver Queen is. And then after they're done, little Miss Kara can get her ass up there and say some nice stuff, too. I want I want a scene where Barry comes to the cabin to tell Felicity that Oliver died and God, Felicity to go off you are on a him twisted. and be like, no, and her to go off and be oh, like, listen, God, the only reason he was doing oh. this was for your goddamn ass. Oh, Took him away from me and our daughter. Now and you just need to fix that. Now for he's me. dead, and you—you you are the worst, and you are yeah. the villain of I, the Arrowverse. Somebody that would needs just to make say that to Barry. Somebody has got to say that to Barry before the flash is over. <laughs> Somebody. I will actually find a Wells within like the 350 million Wells that they have on the show. Who's Good grief? Who can acknowledge <laughs> the factual statement that that is? Yes. Factual. Oh, by the way, if you're going to listen to our Crisis on Infinite Earths podcast, because we'll be doing them, um, we will be hating on Barry 24-7. There yes. will be if never like ending Barry, Barry hate. Yeah. If you like Barry even a little bit, this is not the podcast for you. Because we hate him <laughs> to the core of our so beings. Much. So much hatred. Because everyone's like, oh, yeah, talk about Laurel Lance and how much you hate her. No. But actually, no. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Laurel. Well, we're kind of over it. I'm talk so a lot about it. her. And I, I, so I, I have it. a, I have more, Callie just is like, I don't care about her. My thing is more love hate where I'm like, oh, I like parts of her. And then other times I want to hit her over the head with hard metal things. Well, she I feel nuts. like I, yeah, she, she's irritating, but I don't hate her that much. Well, and she's also, not relevant enough no, to like, to the story s- to really like get me super worked up. They have really regulated that woman to oh yeah b and c and d storylines for several years now we've already said everything there is to be said well yeah it's just kind of you know i I was kind of as i was writing my last review i was like i think this is like the what number episode i was like this is like the fifth review (laughs) i've been like going off about (laughs) laurel being a hypocrite like i'm just gonna let this go because that's laurel's black canary she's a judgmental hypocrite and, (laughs) and here's another thing if you don't like laurel you shouldn't want us to talk about her because you know what happens when we talk about Laurel? We make her relevant. But then also we do that with Barry. But we hate him so much we don't care. But he's already relevant. He's but like because he, he's got his own damn show not. and he's yeah, constantly exactly. fucking up mine. Yeah. Barry actually does shit that legitimately screws up Elicity's life. Correct. Laurel Correct. doesn't do anything to Nothing. like really make an impact to the two of them. Not a dang thing. Here's she screws thing. up her own life. More or less, I don't want to make her more important than the show makes her. Well, and also the difference she's a is that Barry's show makes Barry, and our show too, makes Barry important already. Our show does not make Laurel important, so therefore, us talking about her is going to make her more important. Where the show doesn't. Well, and, and I'm, I'm, like, I'm, well, I'm, I'm also of the opinion that. that Black Siren is in love with Felicity. I have yet well, to be yeah. clearly she hasn't been I enjoy, like, it's like, I want her to be snarky with Oliver because I appreciate that dynamic between the two of them. I feel like it's a more truthful representation of Stevens and Katie's actual relationship, and that's easier for them to act. Um, But I don't want her to be mean, and she's been mean, and saying shit to him that's just, like, completely unreasonable and super hypocritical. Like, 
I like Laurel when she's evil, recognizing she's evil and being snarky about being evil. Like that's the zone of that's, the snark being good snark and fun. Fun times. We've moved into <laughs> Laurel standing on moral high ground and being mean about it. And she has not earned any of that moral high ground. So yep. she just looks like a hypocrite yep. jackass yep. for like the last five episodes. So yep. that's less fun. But then again, like last week, I was like, okay, she's had two really good scenes. She's had a really good scene with me and she had a really good scene with Oliver where I was like, she gives advice and she's not a jackass. I'm like, this is the Laurel I like. If we can just, the only thing I ask for this show is could you just grip the consistency of this character (laughs) and just hold on to it for dear life and just, could we try Put something together in a spinoff that resembles a cohesive character. Could we? Could we? Okay. Um, (laughs) But Barry's ass. First of all, Barry doesn't get any hate. Because everyone buys into his puppy dog asexual bullshit. And I'm just like, no. I'll hate on him. We're going to hate on him. I'm going to hate on him. There's not enough hate towards Barry Allen. I'm going to hate. So uh, that was just PSA. (laughs) If you're going to be tuning in, don't get upset with us if we're bitching about Barry because there's we're gonna we're gonna be crying about Oliver and then we're gonna flip the bitching bitch about Barry. Barry that's pretty much what the podcast right. is gonna be yep. okay so <laughs> that was that and what then what other stuff winning stuff did we have oh, oh Mark got on Twitter <laughs> it was all good. good stories start with Mark got oh on Twitter. Mark is on Twitter is like the best <laughs> like if you want my day to be a good day someone text me Mark's on Twitter <laughs> like woohoo <laughs> And I don't really understand, like, this. Is, what I did really appreciate last night is there seemed to be a flood of thank you tweets to him, which is unusual. He doesn't get a lot of thank yous. I feel like when something goes wrong in the show, Mark gets blamed. And when things go right in the show, Steve, Emily, David, Greg Berlanti, Beth, <laughs> Wendy, they get the credit. So it's like, he's involved in the positive things, too. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So it was just really nice because he gets a lot of shit. And yet he keeps coming back to this black hole that is social media and engaging with fans. Most actors and 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 writers would have shut down and been done a long time ago. But he keeps popping back, which is nice. Because he genuinely, I feel, just based on my own experience, really enjoys engaging with fans. He enjoys our enthusiasm. And he loves talking Arrow with us and he wants to have fun you know so it was a fun night of uh him fielding questions and what i like about mark is he's got a little bit of a bite to him (laughs) he's very sarcastic and i enjoy that brand of humor some people don't but uh there were a couple questions that got posed that caused me and callie to howl scream even uh with laughter the first and foremost someone asked him if they if he regrets killing laurel lance our e1 laurel he was like no short answer (laughs) no long answer hell no uh he followed it up with i love black siren which he really really does he really loves e2 laurel he does you can never get him to admit that he does not like black siren because he he i think he legitimately really does i think he well it's so funny do you remember we were at a con and we were talking about how i think it was at san jose we were talking about katie and just 
talking about the roles as an actress that we've actually enjoyed her in. And all of us could come up with something in which she played a villain. Right. And we're like, she's really good at that. It would be fun. <laughs> I said, I remember saying it would be fun if she could find a project where she could play a villain. And literally, like, five minutes later, Steve announces that <laughs> she's coming back to the show. But coming back as Black Siren. And I was like, oh, this could actually work. And I do think it works for Katie's acting way better. And I think they've done, like I said, I don't love all the snark. I don't like the meanness. But I, I like it better than what we've got, what we got with Laurel in season three and season four. Because that was just... She was a lot. Um, but I know he really, really likes Katie's performance and Black Siren. So there was that. And there was a follow-up question. I can't remember how they phrased it. Oh, this is what, that was his response. Like, oh, do you regret, I can't remember if, it, this, if he said it before or after, do you regret killing uh, Laurel? And he said, it no. Was her, was it after? Okay. And he said, no, her character was just done. Yes. And... There was so much screaming from you and me because no, that he said he said some about they said some I have to about. Go back. I'm gonna go look. No, at it. no, wait. How did it no, go? I gotta. I'm going back to his Twitter because I okay, can't remember. He said so many of the things. He said he said some good things. He said a lot of good things. Good things go were back. said. Gotta go back. <laughs> there were things that he said. Don't you? Okay. Aren't you guys glad he that was you're asked? Here? Do you think <laughs> it was a mistake killing her off in season four? The answer was no. I love Earth Two Laurel, and so somebody else asked him. So you don't like Earth One Laurel? And he said no. Her story was just done. Which some could take as, no, I didn't like her. Her story was done. But it was probably, no, I'm not saying that. Just her story was done. Yeah, which was always my point in season four and why I was screaming at the top of my lungs that she was in the grave. Because when you, when a character doesn't have a storyline, that's a death sentence on a television show. Yes, we said it all over season four. We were like, you guys, they're not writing for her. It's it's blatantly bad that they're not. I mean, it's so obvious. I remember um, feeling really stupid at the end of season five in Grey's Anatomy. Because it was a big shock. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen Grey's Anatomy, but it's been on for like 15 years. That they killed George O'Malley in the season finale. And I was completely stunned. I did not see it coming. But as I was reading interviews and I reflected back in the season, Shonda was like, oh, yeah, we pulled we pulled him from scenes. We used him less so the shock would be bigger. But that's just TV writer talk for we didn't know what else to write for him. And right. so we killed him off. Right. So if you stop seeing a character, if they're not getting as much screen time, if they don't have any storyline, and then all of a sudden they're teasing some big death, that should be the character you put number one on your list. I'm not right. saying it's going to be that person, but it's a high probability that it they will. They need to be on there, but their comic book character is so iconic. Okay. Well, Forget and Mark, <laughs> Mark gave an interview where he mm-hmm. said, we comic book characters can die. Yes, he we posted that, and it was like two months before. Right, we're the like red right alert. And we're like, it's right here, guys. Yeah, right here. Yeah, she died. Like he said, we need fans to realize so the show has stakes that comic book characters can die. Otherwise, if, what's the point? And I'm like, this is all I'm saying. So it was really fun. The only person on Arrow who can't die is Felicity Smoke, and that is just the way it is. Right. I don't make. And he has said that. 
publicly. Why would you kill Pelosi? He was being sarcastic. No, he wasn't. I think that was the actual truth. (laughs) The man went out of his way to write a 100-page comic book for a character that he doesn't have access to because the actress left the show. He was 100% serious that she's immortal. I can't kill her. He had every excuse to kill her off in season seven, and he didn't. He Listen, sent her through a portal. Anyone <laughs> pissed off? I know. He sent her through a portal. He stuck her in a cabin. <laughs> I still can't get over. I'm just going to. I can't think of anything else. We're just going to put her in a cabin. put her in a cabin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not the best idea, but it's what she I got. not Because the other one is I got to kill her, and I just, it makes me want to weep. Big manly He's tears not do it. <laughs> of sadness. I can't do it. But it, it cracks me up that there were literally people who thought that they that she was going to die last year. They really thought that with their whole chest. They thought that they, they were actually going to kill Felicity's folk. Come on, fellas. Callie and I have they done what we can never. to raise you to be if the you, astute television watchers we have tried to make you into. God. But if you just won't see it, God bless. I have to send you out to the world and you have to learn the lessons on your own. Yes, you Mama do. Mama Jen's cutting the cord. We all have to grow up sometime. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then he dragged the paparazzi. Oh, it was delicious. Canada Graphs was begging. Oh, he's such a dick. And. <laughs> Again, Mark, uh, people think Mark swings back a lot, and I actually don't think he swings back anywhere near what he could. Or and feel. he almost never says anything to these guys, but they were just begging for it because they were off mouthing off about outdoor scenes. And I'm going to read what he wrote because this is what he responded to. Because someone was bitching about how you know, things got spoiled or this is what Canagas wrote. If you are willing to quintuple their budget for them, maybe they could build a bigger studio so they don't have to go on location as much. Can't lock up a public place too much. He's a lawyer. Don't think, don't you think he knows what he can do? And they tagged him. <laughs> Which was their first mistake. Their first mistake. <laughs> and don't try to out lawyer Mark Guggenheim. It's just not going to happen. So this is just fun. So during Crisis on Earth X, I walked up to, this is the Elicity wedding. I walked up to this guy during the double wedding and told him that he was a, we'll just fill it in, fucking on the work, or with, oh no wait, he was, whatever, shitting. expletive, shitting, there we go, on the work of hundreds of hardworking people. His response, well, why do you shoot on location? As if it's our fault. As if everything should be inside. You know, that's a fair point. Because I was thinking about this. This doesn't happen I can't think of a show where things get spoiled to the volume things get spoiled if you film in Vancouver and a CW show versus like Grey's Anatomy, any of the big four. Like when was the last time, you know, Chicago Med had something spoiled? I don't really follow that stuff, but I never, I mean, I'm on the internet constantly reading TV stuff and I never see anything like that. I don't know. Maybe it's just my own worldview is limited, but these guys are assholes is basically. And then Ken Ken decided to get into it with him. Oh, dear. Yeah. So Ken said, Ken Ken said, being there were two paps there with him the entire time, one of which was me. I can say you most certainly did not do this at the double wedding scene at Stanley Park or the church set on Berard and Nelson. So now he's arguing with Mark that Mark never said this to any paparazzi. Okay. It's like, why? 
See, this is what they do. They like. So then Mark said, yeah, I guess there was another paparazzi who happened to be there that day who happened to make the exact same stupid argument. So basically he's just saying. It was you. It was you. (laughs) So, and you know what? I 100% believe. Because here's the thing. These paparazzi guys walk around like they are the truth bearers. Yeah. And they are not. So. Listen, they have a, a strong bias, a bias that they don't like to admit to. But they have it. And here's the thing. It's like you're not the all-knowing, all-seeing eye here. Not Jesus. Calm down. (laughs) And listen, Mark had remarked at the time about paparazzi, you know, ruining all these people's hard work. So do I believe his account? Yes, I do. Well, and here's the other thing. And we have talked about it's a this paparazzi thing is kind of... If you are a blogger, it's impossible if you're on Twitter to avoid it. Yeah, it you, is. You can't. It's just you have to exist in the world that if you're blogging about a television show and you're on Twitter, you're going to get spoiled. So right. there's lots of people who want to know. and You're not going to be able to stay. You can't. There's no wall big enough that you can build around yourself on the Internet that's going <laughs> to. And I am not one of these. Tag your spoiler. Like. No, if you're getting on Twitter and they're, you're worried about finding something out about a TV show, like this always drives me nuts. Take your spoilers. Like, um, this is us. No, stay off the internet until you've watched This Is Us. Right. That's just, if you can't stand being spoiled, then you have to that's, stay off social media. Yeah, that's just that's the, world the reality of the internet in this day and age. Right. So I never walked around, oh, screw you, paparazzi guys for spoiling us. I was just like, well, yeah, they're going to spoil us. And once you're spoiled, you're like, okay, because, you know, the blogs I view as kind of a news source for fans. I'm like, I'm going to post it. But what I have preferred would have been more fun to find out those things when they happened on the show. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I think that has become more clear to me because they've been able to surprise us a couple times in the last couple years. With Mia, they they did a pretty good job doing that. And then what was the latest one? Oh, when they brought the kids back to present time. So, and hey, they surprise cut Roy's arm off nice. and it was pretty wicked. So. I <laughs> always welcome them to try to surprise me as much as they can. Oh, I didn't fear it, finish my Sarah story. So, oh, okay, Mark was talking about, oh, all these spoilers, because then we got talking about Emily. Um, and how there's more surprises, more surprises than we can imagine. And I said, listen, the high bar for surprise for me is uh, – George Clooney coming back for Juliana Margulies' last episode on ER so Doug and Carol can have a happy ending. Nobody right. knew about that. He paid off the film crew to keep quiet. The cast didn't know he was coming back. It was the biggest surprise, I feel, of the TV decade. So I was like, go ahead, beat George. That's my high bar. And Sarah brought up, you know, George hmm. was Batman. I was like, no. True. And she's like, aren't we bringing back all DC characters onto the Crisis on Infinite Earths? She's like, I want George Clooney on Crisis on Infinite Earths. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes. He he wasn't a very good Batman. Well, he was a terrible. I mean, do you care? I mean, he was was the worst Batman. The bar isn't exactly very high. But if you get George Clooney on freaking CW, you shut up and you take it. Val Kilmer was a better Batman than him. Oh, 100%. I actually feel like that 
Batman yep. got way too I much really hate. And I liked that it. One. I loved it. I See, really liked that one. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey. It was and so good. And it was Nicole really Kidman. Good. And Nicole Kidman. The soundtrack. Can oh. say? Kiss from a Rose Kiss from by a Rose on a Grave. Give me a break. <sighs> Seal. I listened to that whole soundtrack like on repeat that whole summer. Oh my god. That's like a song you put I'm on old. the car and you just stare <laughs> off into space. And like have this like yes. out of body that's, experience. That, that song and that and that movie and everything, that's college for me. That's, that's I was, that was like really kind of upset that, that they didn't keep Val for the second go around and that he, he was, doesn't he end was, up with he Chase was Meridian. Not bad. I know. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I thought he was really good and I love Chris nice. O'Donnell as Robin. You know, it was funny, and then, but they, they ruined him in the George Clooney one. Well, it's so like, weird oh, because all the blame for that one got put on Chris O'Donnell. It did. George but, is like but, Teflon. Everyone just loves no, George, you know, and he can do you know, no wrong. You know why that one was so bad? I mean, Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger. was like, <laughs> I remember going to see it. You guys don't even know how we much We all was, agree. Thank uh, yeah, you. Yeah, it was 100%. <laughs> no, I got pissed. I remember going to see that in the theater. I was super pumped. I was really excited. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. It's going to be Mr. Freeze. It's going to be. Okay. And the credits start rolling. And Schwarzenegger's name comes before Clooney's. Oh, that's a mistake. Or wait. It comes last. Or whatever. Whatever the hierarchy. Schwarzenegger uh, got better billion than George. And I was like, wait a minute. The guy who's playing Batman doesn't have top billing. What the fuck <laughs> movie is this? I was already Not off the one. rails pissed off before it even started. And then there was the nipple suit. <laughs> and the dialogue was Schwarzenegger. Chill. <laughs> just, if you want a good laugh, go watch Batman and Robin. But poor, It's not a good movie. Poor... Batman Forever, much better. Yeah, it was just, I don't know, poor Chris O'Donnell couldn't get arrested after it. It was like everyone decided it was Chris O'Donnell's fault that that movie sucked. It was not. It was not his fault. It was Schwarzenegger's fault. California went on to elect him, what, governor or something? Yes, the governator. Governator. I don't know. (laughs) That's why I'm, like, really happy that Chris O'Donnell has NCIS because he went unemployed. He deserves it. And he's, he's married boy. to a kindergarten teacher, and they have a lot of really cute kids, and I just want good things Listen, for him. Listen, Steve gets mistaken for Chris O'Donnell all the time. He's like an older-looking Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> yes, I see that. You realize Chris O'Donnell is older than Steve I don't Amell. care. He looks younger. <laughs> and I'm saying that because I know if on some strange planet named he ever Mars heard and this, Steve ever it would heard drive this, him it up would the drive wall. him up the yeah. fucking wall that I said that. Yes, it would. And Hi, I would Steve. say that to his face. <laughs> have no problem doing that <laughs> by the way which one's older you or chris o'donnell that's just how you phrase it now you wink and you, you walk away wait how about how, no this is how you phrase it steve how much older are you <laughs> oh that's chris even o'donnell? better see i like the snark and then kelly spikes it <laughs> <laughs> i'm the bump she's the set. i just got questions okay yeah. what was next um we have a lot of questions oh yeah there's oh sure do we, we have more to. questions for us or oh. more questions for mark no, we got questions. Oh, do we? Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think Mark had anything extra. More. Oh, he had one tease. Oh, someone was like, "Give me a dialect tease." tease. I think, but whatever. I don't know if I can find it. Nobody I don't. Asks me I, I it's gonna be, turn into more me bitching about Barry. 
but they like that. Okay, so he said the quote is, you, censored, are the very best of us. And my response to that was, it has to be you, Oliver, are the very best of us. And I will accept no other options. I think it's going to be you. It's going to be said by Oliver, you, Barry, and Kara are the best no, of us. No, it can't. Yes. I know you're is. right, but in it... It fills me with so much hate fire. (laughs) I just don't feel like my body will be able to contain it. This is why I don't like the crossover. And I will explode. (laughs) I'll just be like a ball of rage on these podcasts. Do you know what Kara has done? Can we just talk? Because here's the other thing. I'm going to segue into Supergirl for a second. Because I'm starting to get a little bit about Kara the same way I'm about Barry with like, like Teflon they do shitty things to people and everybody just loves them off the hook because oh they're a good person no when you do shitty things to people you're not a good person you're a shitty Action person that's how that guys. works so she it's kind of like the Oliver lie remember how like Oliver lied about his kid to Felicity but everybody else got to know right yeah. So she has spent the better part of season five with that fucking show. She's been lying to Lena Luther, her best friend, about being Supergirl the entire time of the show. And all of their other friends know. They're best friends. And they're best friends. And all Lena has ever said to her is... So why didn't she get to know? And nobody knows. Um, And all Lena has ever said to Kara is like, hey, all anyone has ever done to me is lie to me my whole life. Just like, don't lie to me. (laughs) Just tell me they haven't not told her because her dad's Lex Luthor. Tell me that's not the reason. Well, this is why I've been watching the seats because <laughs> Lena knows. I'm like, I'm watching okay. this volcano blow up because this is, I got myself some popcorn because Katie McGrath can chew up some scenery. So the parting shot after she like traps Kara in some whatever, I don't know. Kara's just getting put in a timeout because Lena's brilliant and has like all this techno. I don't actually know what the fuck's going on. Anyway, Kara's stuck and can't do anything. And she's like, Kara's like, are you going to kill me? And Lena's like, bitch, like, please. Aren't we best friends? Right. No, Lena's like, <laughs> well, Lena's like, we are not fucking best friends. I hate you. She's been pretending this whole time that she's cool with. So like Lex Luthor told her that Kara was Supergirl. He's like, hey, maybe take off the glasses and pay attention and you'll see that your best friend is Supergirl. So then Kara eventually tells her, but it's way after Lena already knowing. So she like oh, pretends God. like, oh, that hurt my feels, but it's okay because we besties. But in reality, she's plotting her revenge and it's delicious. By the way, if you don't know that the two of them are in love with each other, I don't know what to tell you. Um, so Oof. not kidding you. They had, they had an actual image of the two of them. You know how like Oliver stares at the photograph of his family. I saw that like when, she was staring at the photograph that Supergirl was wearing rainbow socks and people were like, rainbow! Right. I mean, so <laughs> much queer baiting on that show. It's just not cool. Um, so Kara's like, are you going to kill me, Lena? And Lena says, no, I'm not going to kill you. I'm not a villain. You shouldn't have treated me like one. Oh. Boom! Boom. Drop the mic. It was like, See, it was like the best scene I've thing. ever seen on that show. This is what I love. I love when you've got the sanctimonious character like Barry or Kara, mm-hmm. okay? And somebody calls them out on their sanctimony. Mm-hmm. It's good and stuff. And holds a mirror up and is like, you're not as perfect as you think you are. Mm-hmm. You're sitting around here acting like you are, are this paragon, which... Oh, don't even get started. I'm so mad at Mark about <laughs> the seven other... I was like, woohoo! All the rest of the other 
paragraph. And he's like, there are seven more. I'm like, fuck you, Mark. It should just be one. <laughs> right. This is like the shit you got to clear with me before you write things. There's one paragraph that's one. better than all the rest. And we me, know it. He knows my rage about Barry Allen. I shade him constantly. So. <laughs> Listen, I, I tell him constantly. We're, we're not fans. Listen, I tell him almost in every correspondence. The next time you say Berlanti, I want you to tell him that Jennifer says Barry sucks. Yes. It's like my us. sign off. <laughs> Listen, here's a, it's just, ugh. no. It's just so ugh. much rock. Okay, anyways, back to Supergirl. Yeah. Here's what I will okay. say. Kara has had the humility and grace to grovel and like sob crying her sorries. Okay. Which okay. Barry, I'm never wrong. I mean, we should grovel. Key to the fucking Barry. city, Dickwad, has never done. Did he even apologize to Diggle for erasing his? Do- I can't even. Don't even give me. T- I can't. I can't go down that road. I'm so sorry, Diggle. I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, cool. Erase my daughter. That's fine. And then we all had to forgive him in the crossover. I was like, oh, I'm speaking not forgetting which, shit. Let's not forget. We're gonna get Sarah back. I'm so excited. Oh my god. What if? What if? What I if think, she's want, part of the I spinoff? Want. That's what I'm saying. What if it happens? I need. What if we get me some Sarah, a JJ, and Connor, and Sarah, Diggle Ugh. Baby trifecta. Yeah, <gasps> it's almost like I get my triplets, except exactly. they're not triplets, but there's three of them. So it's that okay. counts. I'll take it. Listen, JJ and Sarah can be twins. <gasps> <gasps> sorry but i've been seeing just like in my dipping the toe into the like checking out the clips okay come on you know lena's being so hard on Kara. it's not Kara's fault i'm like oh my god it's 150 percent Kara's fault this is like 100 <laughs> percent team lena yeah fuck shit up baby i'm yep. with you go blow yep. up a nuclear bomb or something you're totally yeah. justified <laughs> totally okay so that was enough Where about mark Questions? Yep. Yay. Uh, we got a lot of questions. Is that what I want? Notifications. What? Yes. Why am I? Are you on? Oh, there you go. I got it. Okay. <laughs> I forgot how to work Twitter for like, oh, seriously, like two whole minutes. Um, hey, Maddie. Maddie sent us a question. We should have Maddie on soon. I miss Maddie. <laughs> Our lipstick and Wi-Fi. Also, if you're not listening to her Disney podcast, you should. Listen, Disney Plus is the bomb, and Maddie will tell Maddie you everything is, you need to know about Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah, she's the encyclopedia of Disney. You guys don't even know. Um, I'm curious about whether or not the FTA kids and other characters remember the previous timeline, if there is any kind of reset post-crisis. Hypothetically speaking, which do you think is more likely to happen, and which is the more interesting storytelling choice? See, this is why we have Kat, we have our Maddie on here, because she asks like, really good fucking questions, and she that thinks about question. stuff that's really Listen, fascinating. Listen, I think... I think it would be more interesting if they do remember. I agree. I'm team remember. Because if they were there when the change was made, they should be able to remember. Well, and also I think it's important that they... Maybe she will remember and they won't. That like, could be happen. William, if William is gone, William doesn't remember. Do you know what that is? Hmm. It's kind of like Angel and I remember you with Buffy. She doesn't mm. remember the perfect day they spent together, but he does. Okay. 
Listen, anytime I can tie anything I can tie back to that episode, I'm gonna do it. Anyhow. <laughs> Even if it's a flimsy. Back to Arrow. <laughs> if if JJ or Connor, JJ, whichever Connor Diggle and William <laughs> are sent back to twenty forty and Mia is sent with Oliver to to Crisis, like what if she remembers and they don't? I think that could be That would be cool. I also think it would be nice if I hope that one character remembers just because yeah. then it doesn't really erase season seven. Yeah. It's like you gotta have that like somewhere. You still you can't need the emotional totally. impact where she's like, wow, yeah. things were really shitty before and now they're better. And I think that that would help Mia immensely in her. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. It's a person. <laughs> I agree. And then just think how like freaking like, whoa, what's going on? She like wakes up in the Queen Mansion. Like, Well, uh, I think you are very, <laughs> it's funny because we were talking with Penny last night and she's like, what if they Bobby Ewing us? <laughs> they are not going to Bobby Ewing us. I was like, guys, I will not like- allow any, it was all a dream and Bobby was never dead. No. Bullshit on my fave show. No. I mean, it was, listen, yeah. The but writers know that's a shitty ending. They know it's that's kind a of like, ending. like in terms of television writing, that is the top tier crap storyline solve. <laughs> and then they all irrationally fear the moonlighting curse, which doesn't exist anymore. And right. even the moonlighting curse wasn't that the true. moonlighting curse for the reasons why they thought it was the moonlighting curse. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, if you were born in the thing. 80s, go look this stuff up. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, basically, it was about Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis and their weird chemistry with each other. And how much they and hated each other and yeah. didn't want to yeah. do the show yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that's basically. the moonlighting curse. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Um, that is a really good question. I sincerely hope. I hope Mia remembers. I would be super cool with all the characters that. remembering, but that could get dicey. Well, at least if 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 any other two have to know, then it'd be Connor and William. Yeah, but the core three. if it's just Mia, that would be awesome. That's okay. Um, if they don't have anybody remember, uh, I'm going to be fine with it because I'm but all the stuff. A, yeah, all the stuff that they're changing. I'm a lift an eyebrow. <laughs> I mean, like whatever. I guess my thing is, it's like. <sighs> The stuff that I want to change, I dislike so much. I don't really care how they yeah, do it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Zoe dying. Change it. Change it. JJ being evil. Change, change it. it. <laughs> um, me and Terrible William future. not growing up together. Change, change it. Change it. <laughs> I get, and this is like weird for me because I am much more a let's the journey rather than the ending. But now I'm like, fuck the journey. Fix my shit. Fix it. I just, it, I, cause yeah, I, season seven, and I am a sunshine and rainbows person, and I was like, this is. The city was so depressing. But maybe the idea all along, like they keep saying, oh, it's because people didn't like season seven. I have a hard time believing that. Well, here's what's the thing. Because I was like, oh, they're doing this because fans were so crabby about. But I don't think so. Now I agree because he did another interview. Mark's been real chatty lately. And they were talking about. That one interview told everything. I know. He's just like, it's like as a sieve. Remember when he was like trolley? It's like trolley Mark is gone. He's just like, what do you want to know? <laughs> I'm going to tell you all the things. Uh, so they're talking about the formation of how this crisis on infinite earths kind of came together and what, and how is it going to impact the show? And I can't remember if it was him or somebody, but they were like, you know, if you don't like something, 
this is the opportunity to change it. And he's kind of talking. Told the shows that. yeah, All the shows. Like, yes. if you want a free pass to just, oh, that was a really crappy storyline that we wrote. And I very much felt that that was gearing towards the flash forward storyline. But they have had this in their back pocket for so long. Yeah. It's hard for me to imagine that they didn't intend for. I think they intended. We're going to go so dark and so depressing because we know we're going to fix it. I feel they know that the, the strange dichotomy of Oliver's mission was to save the city. And then to have the city be such a dystopia was just like, then what did he fucking do? Right. If, if it's so bad. Right. I think they knew this. They, I mean, that's the core of they the show. This. And if for them yeah. to... My only like, oh, well, Beth said she liked Dark. <laughs> so she I was like it that like, much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, new showrunner. Settle down, guys. <laughs> she didn't like it that okay. much. But yeah, it, it's... I with, What I'm enjoying about this is I was just so... I'm so used to Arrow just giving us pain. <laughs> with snippets of joy i just accepted the pain i was like no it's gonna just all be terrible it's just fine it's fine it's, yeah it's okay. and so now it's, it's like that they are blatantly telling us hey all of this is gonna be different uh, but, watch but our show maybe, in the fall and, and 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 here's where i get back to this was always the plan think about how we saw the flash forwards in season seven like i don't have any reference for season eight but season seven they were always shot with that filter remember that right it was that very grimy black blue yeah, and and they're not gonna do the whole spinoff in a grimy black well, filter. It reminded me. Did you watch Rainbow Bright? No. Do you remember Murky and Lurky Bearland versus Rainbow yeah, Bright yeah, Land? Yeah, it was like they lived in Murky and Lurky Land. Anyhow, they're the not thing. gonna do the whole spinoff like Murky Lurky Land. They're going yeah to fix it. It was so and stylized and normal again. It was so stylized, but like I would have never. Guess that in seven. Not even a little. You know, I've I've spent so long trying not to really like. I feel like think I, about I, I, where they're gonna go with this right. flash forwards that I've just been like taking it all at face yeah. value without really. I think this is like one of those on things that you kind of need hindsight. <laughs> Like, yeah. oh, we're going to change it. Oh, well, in retrospect, it might have telegraphed Exactly. <laughs> Insight, you look at it and you're like, okay. We were just so okay. horror-filled we I couldn't see clearly. <laughs> I was, oh, my I was God. I a day at a time last year. But now it's like I'm sitting here. I'm looking back. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, and I'm totally <laughs> with people who are like, hey, the way they're fixing this is kind of bullshit. Wave a magic wand. Listen, guys, just take the win. Just That's where it. I'm at. It's fine. I just, and they're not going to change. No, I just... I know we keep saying this, but I, I, I think it's just somewhere in the middle. I think. For better or worse. Right. They're, they're going to change, change some everything. things. They're not going to change everything. There's going to be some stuff left in there that we don't like that sticks. And they're not erasing Elicity. Because listen, no. guys, listen, 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 listen. If you need some nugget to hold on to to reassure you that they are not going to erase Elicity's entire relationship, that nugget is Mia Smoke. Right. Okay. <laughs> There cannot be a spinoff without Mia Smoke. Mia Smoke is not Oliver. Mia Smoke is Oliver and Felicity. Right. So that is still They're not going to like turn around and thing. like. Well, again, you have to. Appro well, so part of the pro part of the reason. Oh, how much is going to change? Cat McNamara gave an interview. 
And I'll paraphrase. She was chatty, too. She is really chatty. I always felt like she was, like, a little trolly in it. I was like, have you been talking to Steve? Oh, super trolly. Because it was just, it was so much. Because, also, I feel like in the American lexicon, I mean, listen to how much we've used the word literally. Oh, yeah. And she literally uses literally all the time. And, like, you have to look at it from an American point of view. Like, we use literally when it's not actually literally. Right. Like, that's a normal thing. It's like, we use it like a conjunction. Yes, it's infuriating, but it's true. It's bad. It's It's the new like. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. string like together fifty thousand times in the sentence it's, too. Well, when when she says it's literally everything, like she doesn't mean that, it's literally that everything. The, the, the actual way you read that right. is like, oh my god, they're changing so much, it's gonna blow your mind. Right. It does not mean actually everything. Right. There you go. It That's what I was gonna say. Just means like, wow, Kelly did it better. This is gonna blow your mind. Yeah. Well, and I think too. That's how t- here's the American way to look literally. at interviews. When they're giving <laughs> interviews, they're talking to, let's just pretend my parents still watch the show. They're talking to my parents. <laughs> yeah, they are. If they're they actually the watched. Who don't know. They don't know anything. Really paying attention. Like, they're we like, oh, don't pay attention to, <laughs> we yes. pick up the nuggets that Arrow's dropping down. We've been known for how long right. that they're changing shit. So when they're. Since they brought the kids back, we knew they were changing right. shit. I mean. The minute they say, oh, Roy, I'm not going to go spend 20 years on the island. I'll just join the team now. Okay, but. We're like, okay. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> We're changing shapes. <laughs> and Diggle's like, well, what I love so much about that is like, I'm going to make Roy not go to the island because if I can fix Roy's future, maybe my son won't turn into a serial killer. <laughs> like, you can just see the train I mean, of thought with Diggle. it's a valid You're like, point. yeah. It's like Roy is his test case. <laughs> And then he got his arm cut off. So maybe not going so good. But, you know, win some, lose some. Uh, so, I, yeah. I, and I think Cat is very much a, a youngin. And I've noticed in her interviews and talking, she uses the word literally all the time. <laughs> like yeah, the rest of us it's, do. It's, it's just, it's just an Yeah, American so it's just an just over-exaggeration by, it's just her saying, oh, so much is going to change. Yet. You don't even know. It's going to blow your mind. But it doesn't yeah. mean... Eight years of television, they're gonna like no, no. no. Honestly, Oliver Queen's razor blade guys, listen, it's gonna be Oliver fun. Queen's story arc <laughs> is one of the most well laid out character ele- yeah. evolutions I've ever watched on television. Um, I just they're not gonna undo that. That's just crazy. Yeah. They don't have time to either. No, I can't introduce an entirely new That's like show in an hour. They only have an hour for the finale, so we don't need to worry about that. Also, so about Mark that, has repeatedly said that. he basically Felicity is the key component to the finale, and pretty much didn't know what he was going to do if she didn't come back. So thank God she came back. So there you go. Um, okay, back to questions. Uh, oh, this is fun, Suri. Just a hypothetical question. If you got a chance to kill off at least one character from each of the five shows in Crisis of Infinite Earths, who would you choose and why? Okay, clearly, first go Bart. Barry, absolutely. Goes painfully. Bye, dude. And everyone knows why. Um, Next, so Supergirl. Who don't we like on Supergirl? Can we just kill everybody and make Lena in charge of the world? I anybody on Supergirl. <laughs> like, <laughs> all I know is Supergirl. <laughs> um... I just think Lena should run the world. Yeah. So whatever you got to do to make that happen. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think if I like really don't. Oh, you know what? I don't think I like that new brainy guy. He's kind of annoying. I don't Because I got rid of my Broadway singer dude that I really liked. Win. Win. I liked Win. 
Although, you know who got the shaft on that show was Jimmy. He was the Laurel Anyhow, Lance. what about oh, yeah. um Oh, I don't know anybody on any goddamn I do, show. I, I do. It. It's okay. Next question. What's the next, what's the other show? Okay, Superman <laughs> is the new show. Oh, Legends. Oh, Lois. Yeah. Well, oh, Legends. Legends. Um, oh. Well, definitely not Ray. No, I know. I'm so pissed. <laughs> um, I love Sarah. I love Mick. How about Mona? Which one's Mona? Did you watch last season? No. I'm so All right, up. that's why you don't. Okay, know Kelly's Mona. gonna take it's care Mona. of legends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, yeah, that works for me. What other okay. shows are there? Batwoman. Don't, I don't Batwoman. watch. Ba- I don't watch don't Batwoman. No, anybody on that show. I know Batwoman's on Batwoman. Yeah, how about her? <laughs> her sister seems kind of annoying. I don't. I think the I didn't even crazy. know she had. I know, a it's like the bad guy is her sister, and she's like Alice in Wonderland, Looney oh, Tune. Lord, her name is actually Alice. That's all I know. So she uh, seems nuts. Let's I don't kill know her. anybody on that goddamn show. I don't know what's happening on that show. I don't want to know. Um, so that's that. So don't tell me, please. What other show is on there? <laughs> is that all the spinoffs? Well, sure. Super Black Girl? Lightning? Fla- oh, Black Lightning. Oh, I love everybody. I mean, I don't watch Black Lightning, but there's like no annoying characters <laughs> on Black Lightning. I just wasn't into it. I love everybody. I mean, I don't watch it. I don't watch it, it <laughs> but like I don't have hate for anyone. Here's why I stopped watching Black Lightning. It's the stupidest. It's the stupidest reason. And I will be told that this is the stupidest reason. I stopped watching after about like three episodes. Do you want to know why? I stopped watching because I don't watch a lot of I'm TV. almost ashamed of this to be the reason, but it is. Why? His suit. <laughs> oh, you didn't like his suit? It was ludicrous to me. I was like, he looks like, um, what were those, you know, those worms that would light up in the 80s? Glow worm? Glow worm. He looks like a glow worm. Like, I can't. Okay. It was, I, it was I, an I liked him well Shut enough. Shut off the TV. I'm done. I liked his kids. I liked I all know, that. I liked everybody. I, like, I guess. Um, I was just like, you know what? I'm not into it. I'm not. Yeah, I, I just don't like, like super. I don't like superheroes. I guess. There, I said it. I, I watch pick. Arrow. I'm a fan of Arrow, and I, I don't like superheroes. Can I pick the one Superman that I get that should get to live in Crisis? Ray. It's Brandon. <laughs> yes. Clearly the hottest. Yes. Brandon. Ralph. Age is the, the best. Plus, he's also Ray. And he's also the Christopher Reeve Superman. And he's Christopher so. Reeve Superman. So I feel like that is like that's for right there yeah, for all right the there. reasons. Like you can kill yeah. Smallville later, dude. Sorry. And so, then what's his butt with the new Lois I don't like. Oh, my God. I got, I got some hate because I was like, eh. When they announced that they were going to get a show, I was like, eh. Not a fan of the Lois character. I don't like the actress. I just no. don't like how they put together Lois. I just kind of thought she's kind of mean. And then I just, like, got called out because I was like, they were saying, it's just funny to me when this stuff blows up on my blog because I don't really notice it. <laughs> like, somebody will, like, message me. Like, hey, by the way, they're yelling there at you. There was a scene from Crisis that was put up. Oh, really? That um, <laughs> that had, like, where all the heroes were brought to Supergirl's Earth. Yeah. Like, Batwoman and Oliver and Mia and Superman and Lois. Right. Not Flash yet, because I don't know why, and I don't really care. But, <laughs> like, they were like, oh, oh, my God, who are all you guys? And then, like, there was, this, like, this whole beef with, because Lila was there. And there was this whole beef, like, like who 
I think it was Batwoman punched Lila. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> oh, oh, no, we don't do that. You hit Lila. <laughs> That's not okay. But what the best part of that was is like Lila's head like barely went back. Like she didn't even feel She's it. Harvard, I'm like, bitch. girl has some superpowers. I love it. I love it. it. She's but then like, like, then Mia's all like, I'm Oliver's daughter. Uh, you know, apparently, I keep having to say this, and like Oliver, like has this look, and I'm like, okay, that's all I need. That's the only scene I need from the whole crossover. <laughs> that was that little, scene right I there. Brother, I love perfect. her. Go find her. Boom. She's done. in the cabin, Dad. I just want Mia to say, Dad. She's in the fucking cabin. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, we don't know enough about the other shows to really make educated decisions. But Barry goes 100%. No question. Absolutely. Yeah. On the shopping block. That's the only one I really want to go. Let's be honest. And he needs to go <laughs> in an unpleasant way. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's make it painful. Carla okay, here. Question. I like that. Hi, Carla. Carla's here. It's got a little wavy. Um, Do you have any Hi, podcast you. ideas for hiatus or after the finale ends? Or are you all going to peace out after the finale? Like you could get rid of us that easy. Like you, you guys. <laughs> You're so fucking stuck with us. <laughs> Callie, you guys have no idea. This is actually, Callie and I are toned down on podcasts <laughs> compared to like how long we can actually talk for. I think we clocked. Let me tell you, we talked for a good half hour before we, we did. Because I mean, we do that every time we start talking and then we're like, oh shit. <laughs> we should we probably, probably be podcasting, this. shouldn't we? Um, okay. Yeah, I think we clocked yeah. four hours once on a very minute detail. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't require four hours. We can talk. So and if we'll be fine. We, we can find something to talk about, even if it's not Arrow. Because here's the thing. There's the whole process of rehashing Arrow, yeah, too. We haven't, like, fun. we haven't really done a whole deep dive on we season really one, need season to... two. We didn't podcast for three, four, five. Well, I mean, somebody else here. Who was this? Oh, Nicole here with all sorts of little accents over her name oh, very cute says after some time passes will you both do a rewatch from season one i've enjoyed your podcast recent seasons so oh. that would be a fun idea is to do well, a podcast. you know that's a really good idea about, like, because i have to finish my season. season one and season two reviews so this could be your season one season two reviews oh Boom. okay no i can't do two that. birds one stone. i know you so i love you because you try so hard to make less work for me and listen i make so much try work for myself just try it i can't do it i'm too concrete <laughs> the cordial i have to finish all the seasons you do not i do my brain will explode um, but it. we could do it like because I, I that's my thing everyone's like oh Errol's over I was like but not for me <laughs> I got two more years I gotta go through so yeah but I'll be doing it at my pace and not TV's pace so that would be fine and you already have these episodes particularly the early seasons memorized like you can quote dialogue verbatim basically so I'll probably do some of that Ah, oh, Lindsay why y'all so cute because you're cute <laughs> Girl crushing on my Lindsay. We are not cute. Facts. But... Lindsay's cute. <laughs> Go follow Lindsay. She's like the best. Oh, yeah. You gotta follow Lindsay. She Listen, is the. She, she writes for Pure she Fandom. Works for, yeah, Pure Fandom. That girl works hard for this group. She's awesome. She's out there. She's, she's out there promoting awesome. Elicity more than our trash PR department. That freaking CW. Mm-hmm. That was bitter. Um. Uh, 
love the podcast. Trisha B. Trish B. This is a good look into the financial legal reasons they might have run into when using Essay's image in the first poster. Oh, I have to read it, though. Ooh, this is a well, long we're article. not going to do that right now. I don't think we can. <laughs> um, Steve probably wanted too much. I'm just like, probably Steve wanted too much money for it. Um, Surrey, I laughed at the Canary tweet story. I cheered when you dragged Bart for not sharing the date of Crisis on Infinite Earth with Oliver because he's the fucking worst. I added that part. Not sorry. <laughs> I cried when you talked about the story coming full circle and all we're saying his goodbyes. I really love this week's podcast. Thank you, John and Kelly. Aww. Here's one from Allison Jack at Sad Fangirl. She says, with the Birds of Prey movie out next year, if it's really successful, and I hope it is, and their Black Canary is a hit, do you think the CW might be told to drop the Canaries as it could cause confusion? Fingers crossed they've done it before. Destroy. Well, they certainly Short have a answer, history. No. They have a history of it, but no, no. They're not going to. Because here's the thing. They've made Canaries a franchise agreement in the Arrowverse. They can have multiple ones without being the one. Right. And Earth One Laurel is dead in our universe. So therefore, if the Black Canary movie is Earth One Laurel or whatever, I don't know. Who cares? The fact is, they can have multiple canaries has been established in canon. So yes, they will continue to have canaries. Yeah, I mean, them walking around like they're the only black... Let's just say that this is... Let's just say Star City, Seattle, and the movie takes place in Chicago. Yeah. I mean... Don't worry about it's it. Fine. There's going to be multiple Whatever. canaries. I do like how that also makes these racist, misogynist fuckboys their head explode. Oh, I know. Because I really hope that movie. I want takes that movie to because... be massive. Yeah, I will be taking my kid to it. I don't even care if she doesn't want to see it. Like here, sit there, and watch <laughs> this, because this these assholes need to get what's coming to them. JL at JL now too asks, "Do you think Mia will be there and see Oliver die in Crisis?" Why do you make me sure. say things that hurt me? <laughs> Kelly's like, sure, of course. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think she's like, be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. I've got no Can I tell you a funny story? I was like, oh, uh, I wonder what I'm going to do tomorrow night. And my husband looked at me and he's like, you're going to watch Crisis on Infinite <laughs> like that's not tomorrow he's like who are you i was like that's on monday that starts monday he's like like, you are fucking wrong and she's just like it's just like embarrassing you're embarrassing yourself right now it's like oh is it really on sunday he's like wow he's like we've come a long way my love (laughs) he's like you really are one foot out the door aren't you it's like oh i guess i will be doing something um what else Arrow without NTA. Oh, wait. This was a tougher conversation. Oh, Angel. What <clears throat> if was, LL yeah. never became BC? Eh. What would Arrow look like? What if LL stayed in the role of DA and is uh, linked to law enforcement? Honestly, that's what I preferred her as. I actually. <laughs> it was never. There was never a chance of that happening. Yeah. But I. Think but that I that's better. the Laurel. The Laurel I love is the Laurel from 301. <laughs> It's a contained moral. And then we were starting to kind of get that in her final episode where she's really choosing between, hey, do I want to be a DA? Because Oliver's like, you can't be running around in a mask if you're a DA. I don't really understand fully his reasoning. I think it was because she was going to have to work for Damien Dark. Um, or do I want to be Black Canary? And like her ultimate decision at the end is, Black Canary is who I am. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. That's stupid. 
That was dumb. It was dumb. And I really loved Oliver's, what Oliver said to her, which was, the city needs a hero without a mask. And I was like, yeah, Laurel could be a hero in the way Oliver couldn't conceive of himself as a hero at that time. We eventually got that um, hero out of Oliver. But, um, yeah, I really like Laurel as DA. I loved Oliver um, catching criminals and Laurel pulling them away. I thought she was more effective and actually, like, contributed to the team. Like, we didn't need another freaking fighter. You don't need you don't need about 10 people. Listen, shit was handled with field. Oliver and Diggle in season two. <laughs> shit was handled with Oliver. He was fine. And then Diggle was like, also, you might die sometimes, so I'll come on the field with you. They were fine. You're we fine at two. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oliver was out there to clean up the streets, and Diggle was there to protect Oliver. That's how that worked. <laughs> and so, it was fine. So there was no, I just was like, you know, okay, Roy. Yay, Roy. Okay, fine. Thea, great. I was like, we had so many fighters, but we didn't have anyone on the legal side of things who was actually prosecuting these criminals and making sure that they didn't get released immediately after Oliver put them in jail. <laughs> Anyway, oh, whatever. moving on. Sorry. Um, but yeah, Meg. I don't think the show would have suffered if there was no BC. No. Meg at the MMs. Um, do you think Oliver will be resurrected at the end of Crisis or that it's something they'll save for the series finale? I know y'all don't really follow the other shows, but do you have any guesses, predictions for the other storylines with non-Arrow characters? Okay, no to the latter. But, <laughs> but about the resurrection question, that's a very good question. I don't know. See, this is where <laughs> me and Kelly get into dicey because we're clueless about, like, but here's conceptually, the thing. Okay. we have an idea of what they're going to do. But we don't well, actually the know what they're going to do. The people who follow the comics have said, okay, it's in the comics that the Green Lantern resurrects Oliver Queen. Oh, shit. Really? Well, that and makes more Diggle sense why Tasha was green... tweeting me, go Green Arrow or Green... Okay, I get that tweet now. Sorry, Tasha, and the, and, I'm so confused. And that's <laughs> why, like, if Diggle becomes a Green Lantern, that makes a total oh sense why he would Can resurrect. I, why does everybody keep so, coming up with ideas would... that make me want things and then I'm not going to get them? And then if that happens, that would absolutely happen in Crisis. So I don't know. I really want it. I don't know. That's a tough question. Yeah, I just... Maybe the monitor, maybe he has to be in some metaphysical middle plane for X number of time. And then the monitor realizes we need him here, that the loss of Oliver is really bad for the world. And he matters way more than Karen Barry, which is what I've been arguing from minute one. And he realizes Jennifer was right, (laughs) which of course I am. Well, here's another thing. That scene from that one promo of Mia and Oliver on Lian Yu, and he's wearing season one hood gear. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. If that is, in fact, in purgatory, and if that is, in fact, her coming to bring him back, it's and just, Diggle is there, so too, good. BT dubs, so with Constantine. You guys, BT I want dubs. it. I know we all wanted um, him in Aruba. I think that's going to happen in Crisis. But I don't want so. him in Aruba for purgatory. I've changed my mind about that. I just want him in purgatory because you want... To get out of purgatory. Mm-hmm. So I'm really a and fan that's why of him getting stuck on there. Lian Yu again. Sorry, yeah. guys. I know you're like, oh, they always go back to Lian Yu. Yes. Yes, because that's it's where it started. Show. It's the show. <laughs> Lian Yu and Robert Queen. So yes. Okay. My I decided my answer is yes. He gets resurrected by the end of Crisis. And I'm going to go and say, because Tasha's right about all the comics that I was just saying. Yeah, sure. It's going to be. Green Lantern. Lantern. I like it. Because mm-hmm. then th- 
you know what I want? I don't even care about Green Lantern beyond the David really wants to be Green Lantern. And I, I just saw something on my timeline him. saying Green Lantern is going to happen in the CW. Whoa, where'd you see that? Universe. Like somewhere on my timeline. I was just scrolling past and I was like, oh, oh okay. Oh, here it is. Um, According to HBO Max News, the Green Lantern HBO Max series will be set in the CW's Arrowverse. So David could get a shot at this. I mean, he should. I don't know what David's plans are. He's like real noncommittal. He's He's so quiet. I know. Like he's so (laughs) quiet lately. It's like David. Whenever he talks, it's a spoiler. But he hasn't said anything lately. I swear to God, they might have like chained him in a cave somewhere to stop him from spoiling Christ. Because he can't not spoil everything. Because I love him. Yeah. Um... Um, was that all of our questions? I don't know. I think so. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Hang on. I saw, I saw another one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm pretty sure this debate was settled. This is Liz Marie. That's creepy. That was I'm pretty sure this debate was settled and I know what your answer is, but was Sarah (laughs) the OG Black Canary or was E1 Laurel? I got into a debate with some L stands yesterday. That's why. Oh, they were trying to correct my ass off of my Juliana Harkvate. Here's the thing. Twitter thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sarah was not technically the Black Canary. No, no, she was dressed in black and she was called the Canary, but she was not the Black Canary. Here's the thing. But she is OG Canary. Nobody cares like, that she didn't have black in front no, and of And that canary. her name wasn't Laurel. Listen, ask, <laughs> Nobody cares. Ask, ask Funko what they think. Funko because they will tell you. a Laurel Lance pop doll. They made a Black Canary pop and it's Sarah, Sarah and they won't, and they, they won't redo they're it. They're just like middle fingering. That was Black Canary. Um, so yeah, I, 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 she was not Black Canary. She was Canary. Laurel was the first Black Canary, but it doesn't matter because everybody thinks Sarah is anyway. Well, again, I read an, I read a review once. This was early, early joining in fandom, and I had it the that essentially the the situation that Katie Cassidy was rolling into was pretty unfair because they essentially cast the prom queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she didn't make it into the homecoming court. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's who she's following. They they cast. And I think there's a lot of problems with Laurel's character. I have a lot of problems with Katie's acting with E1 Laurel. Um, I just, I don't think she was cast correctly in the role. Uh, they nailed the canary for me in whatever form and whatever you want to call her with Sarah Lance. And my frustration with that side of the fandom is they get themselves all wound around the axle about how they never had, you know, Black Canary and Green Arrow team up. They were never in a relationship. They never got to have any of that. And I'm like, what are you on? They gave you all of that in season two. He was sleeping with a canary. She was a badass fighter. She had her canary cry. She had a kick-ass uh, backstory. What She fought for the justice of women. I mean, they just tick off the con and their only problem is that her name's not Dinah like what are you even on about they're 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 such well and that was something that I kind of flipped out a little little bit because I I shouldn't have done it (laughs) I clicked on a comic book resource article and I was like Jennifer oh girl I know it was a rookie mistake I don't I think it was just late and I had insomnia um but I was reading it 
And it was about how Black Siren is the perfect black canary and I was like oh interesting this will be an interesting I just want to I just want to see where where we're routing this and it was the most illogical it was just they were like okay well Ewan Laurel doesn't count as black canary because um she wasn't a strong enough fighter and then what was their beef with Okay, Sarah doesn't count because her name was Sarah. Oh, here it is. This is my tweet. Okay, I'm going to just read my tweet because I was more cohesive in it. Um, so, Arrow waited until the end. This is the title of it. Arrow waited until the end to team up Green Arrow and Black Canary. I was like, what are you, the fuck are you talking about? And I said in my response, Oliver teamed up with Black Canary season three and season four. E1 Laurel. Right? Sure. Okay. But now in the article, they say she's not skilled enough. So, she doesn't count. Okay, so there's one. Sarah was a canary in Arrow team up, but that doesn't count because her name isn't isn't Dinah, so she's out. Oliver fought with Dinah Drake, Black Canary, season five through eight, but he didn't sleep with her, so she doesn't count. But E two Black Canary checks all the boxes. She's not even from the right earth. She's not from the right earth. <laughs> she's not slept with him. I'm just I have so many questions. They're just, I was just like, what do you guys, I was like, she's not any different. In reality, when you look at the construct of E2 Black Canary, the only thing that makes her, like, different and gives Katie a different vein to play is because she was evil. It's Black Siren. But, like, in terms of logistics, suit, uh, skill level, name, it's all the same shit. So I'm like, I have absolutely no idea what any of these people want. No wonder that these writers can never make them happy with any of the 75 versions of this character they create. They just, like, pull it out of their ass. Like, okay. But, like, don't say to me that Oliver has not teamed up with Black Canary until season eight. That is just blatantly untrue. There, I feel better. <laughs> Felt good. Felt good. Felt You're good. Like, that's good. Felt good. I, like I that. may. Thank you. Yeah, I may. All right. Oh, shoot. I switched out of my thing. Why is Twitter so hard for me today? Sometimes things are harder on me, Kelly. I don't know, You know these things. You know I'm bad with tech. I don't know. I'm doing one more run. (laughs) Doing one more run. Oh, someone asked. Oh, there we go. Megs. Red Elicity. What are you excited about the spinoff? For the spinoff. So much. Mia and Connor. Me and Connor. I want them to make babies. I'll wait. Mm-hmm. I'll give them five years, but I want the babies. So you guys think that it's going to be any different for <laughs> the new show? I have a very set pattern of expectations in literally every show. What show was I watching the other day? I can't remember. We watched it for five seconds, and I was like, oh, my God, I need them to make babies. Oh, it's Stumptown. I'm so on board with Gray and the main characters. <laughs> I can't remember. Anyways. No. Um, spinoff. I'm very excited to see William and Connor and Mia work together as a team. I'm very excited to see JJ and Connor's relationship develop and whatever yeah. that's going to be. I hope that they keep JJ. I want to see more of a little dark. Mia and William's relationship. Yes, I'm excited about that too. 
It's like equal yeah. sibling excitement for me. And if they get to grow up together, oh, more is be the better stuff. because then we get all the stories yes. about and the teasing. Honestly, I think that gives them a little bit more room to go with them. Because it's a little bit like Thea and Oliver, Thea and Oliver, because they grew up together, but they had this five-year separation. So it'd be interesting if they remember both, you know. Um, what am I excited about for the spinoff? I just don't feel like I really know enough about the context of it beyond FTA, um, and you know, just being excited about that. I. I truly cannot conceptually understand how the canaries are going to fit into it i'm trying really really hard because i i want to be open-minded but i'm just like i don't get it i really don't get it other than laurel playing a dumbledore J rupert giles function i don't know and i don't know what they're going to do with dinah because she pretty much <laughs> has had no storyline this year, so I don't I don't understand how they're gonna come up with more. But you know, that's why I don't write television. I can't think of these things. Um I think that was all the questions. Woohoo We did it! We actually got to questions. Um Trish, I will try to read that why is essays thing not on his face on the poster. Um <laughs> I know a lot of people really cared about that. Should we explain what we're talking about? So when they had the Crisis no. on Infinite Earth, uh, you're like, no, title card come out. They had the heroes' faces on the word crisis. Like, I think we all knew what it was about, but okay. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what people know. And by Catch the time you people. got to the end, there was no Steve face. It was just narrow, and people were upset about it. And Mark was That's like, it. hey, there was legal stuff. And we're like, we don't care. We want Steve's face on it. And he's like, okay. And then we've got Steve's face on it. That's pretty much the story. Um... Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Angel asking us to do earlier seasons and podcasts about them. Yeah, we're probably going to do that. That's easier to do when the show's off the air, particularly for me and time in terms of writing reviews. I cannot stress to you guys how deep my insanity is <laughs> these reviews. Callie knows. Callie knows the dark hole that I climb into, and they are Callie knows extremely time-consuming, which is why she's trying to convince me to just do podcasts, which this is further evidence that you and my husband are the same person because that's what he's been on for about from the second we started the podcast. He was like, just do the podcast. Truth. <laughs> like, stop writing the reviews. I'm like, I can't. It's not, I'm not doing them because I'm like, oh, people have to have them because I really don't think people do. I just can't function. It should be enough for me that we talk on a podcast, but I, it's, I don't know. It is enough. Yeah, I know. You got time to work on me. <laughs> you know what I don't want to do? I don't want to find season two gifts. That's what I don't want to do. Or season one. Do you know what a bitch that's going to be? I'm not doing it. You can do it. Okay. <laughs> Now you're just being just ornery. That's just me. That's just I know. me, baby. Callie's ornery. That's why I love her. I am. She's the ornery <laughs> to my sunshine. I bring light into her world. Okay, I think we're out of stuff to talk about. Is everything? Uh, 
Mark dragged Canada grass. So it was number one. Yep, yep, we got it. Let's see promo. Yep, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> you like how that was number on my list? You're, I yelled at him about, did I tell you guys? I don't even think I told people. I yelled at Canada Graphs. I got into it with him one night. It was fun. Ah, oh, boy, Jen. I was really annoyed with him about what his response was to Melissa Benoist's uh, domestic violence video. And. Oh, yeah, that. Everybody got mad at him over yeah. that. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't shut the fuck up about it either. So I was like, all right, if you can oh. keep talking about it, I'm going to yell at you. So if you want to see me yell at Canada Graphs. Go through my Twitter feed like you have nothing else better to do. <laughs> Anyways. So, okay. So, Crisis on Infinite Earth is starting tomorrow. Good to know. I don't think we fully decided if we're doing a podcast every episode. I think I'm going to watch. And then I will call Callie. And we will discuss what we feel is necessary. I think a podcast for every episode is... I think it's going to be a we'll lot. See. I just don't know if we're going to have enough. I feel what's going to happen, and this is tends to be the typical crossover, and I think just given uh, the amount of uh, guest stars we're going to have, it's going to be very plot action heavy. Like, it's, it's in terms of emotional resonance, I don't think we're going to get that towards the end, and that tends to be where Callie and I are more interested I can guarantee you I don't really care what happens in terms of the no, actual crisis. <laughs> we don't care what Superman says to Lois, says to Batwoman, says to... We don't... We don't. Nope. I'm don't here to report that. on Oliver Queen and to yell at Barry. That's pretty much my two goals. Yep. And be excited about Mia. <laughs> That's really just And it. be on the watch for Elicity mentions. Okay. So are we done? Yeah. You want to be done with me? I want to be done. I'm probably going to go eat food. <laughs> I was like, just let me refeed my wife, Jen. No, it's a dual exactly. custody situation. I've you explained this it. to him already, and he just needs to accept it. You guessed it. All righty. So, yeah, we'll podcast sometime next week about crisis. <laughs> sometime at. you'll see you'll know. something from we'll us. We'll send out a tweet time. before we podcast for questions. So don't worry. You guys will have plenty of time to send us all the, all the thoughts. <laughs> we can tell they're so excited about this. That was me going, yeah, okay. Anyhow, yay, <laughs> yay, yeah. crisis. All right, um, we will talk at some point. Bye, bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.